Beers, Dads, Ball, Podcast, with your host, Showdog. Anthony Richardson looks left, steps up in the pocket, rolls right, there he goes, he's got a linebacker and a beat on the sideline, he takes off, he misses the tackle, he's at the 50, he's at the 40, he's at the 30, he's at the 20! Oh, Anthony Richardson is the front runner for the Heisman on his fifth touchdown of the day! Are you fucking kidding me? This kid is electric! Gola? I'm gonna just go in a real different, different direction with this. <laughs> and I'm gonna say boobs. <laughs> and KG. I freaking cannot stand it when sports fans use the term we when a team loses <laughs> that they cheer for. The Patriots go out and lose a game. Oh, yeah, we had a really rough game tonight. We just couldn't get the ball in the end zone. We just, you know, we didn't show up to the game. You weren't a part of the fucking game. You're not a part of the team. There's no we. The Pats lost. They lost. It was them, not we. Don't ever fucking use that. Ooh, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of BDB. Crazy weekend of football we're getting through. Um, some of the best college football games you'll ever see in one weekend in co- playoffs, followed by one of the worst moments you'll ever see in sports. Um, yep. So, Damar, Damar Hamlin, prayers for him. Um, I know everyone's spent a lot of time on it, so I don't think we're going to spend much time on it, but we will talk about how epic of uh, the college playoffs this past weekend were. It's crazy because it's like one of those things where like every year I feel like in the college football playoffs, the semifinal games are just blowouts. You have like the two like main favorites, whether it's Alabama, Georgia, Ohio State. um, And they just usually them two teams beat the wheels off whoever they're playing. And then that's usually a pretty solid national championship game. But like both it's like I we watching the Michigan TCU game. I'm like, this game is fucking drunk. Like, it was all over the place, oh, just absolute unreal. craziness. And then I'm like, holy shit, I don't know if it can get any better. And it did. The night game was better than that one. It was it was a fucking great afternoon, and I planted my ass on the couch for, was it 3.30? The first one started till mm-hmm. midnight or so. So yeah. it, was, it was a pretty lazy but a pretty damn good afternoon uh, and evening for your boys. So. Did it bother you how much scoring was in those games for Gola? No. No. I've never seen that's what you say, you say that and I, I've never had an issue with high scoring games but I do I, I have a, like a little bit of an affinity and a little like soft spot in my heart for like a low scoring defensive like slugfest 20 bucks that just, next year you're an Iowa Hawkeyes fan dude <laughs> <laughs> All right, well they just got uh, it was a Cade McNamara transfer there so their offense may be a little bit better but no I, <laughs> I do like a little bit of like slugfest football but um, no those games are fucking awesome I was going to say, so um, I was with, so hold on. So I was with Shuri uh, when we were watching most of the Michigan TCU game. And so I kind of know his reaction, but for goal, what was your take on the end of the Michigan game when they had the fourth down play and they were reviewing the targeting call on that? Um, you remember it? Uh, yeah, no, I do. Yeah. The guy was going down like the safety or whatever corner from TCU come down, kind of his head, his crown of his helmet was down. I think by the letter of the law, it was probably targeting. 
I just have a hard time. I know if it's targeting, they should call it, but I have a hard time calling it in that situation. Um, so, I, but I don't, I guess, like, if I was a Michigan fan, I'd probably have an issue with it. But as, like, I don't want to say unbiased. I definitely did not want Michigan to win. Right. But, like, as, like, a neutral fan, I don't have an issue with them not calling it. If I was a Michigan fan, I'd have way more of a fucking issue with the fact they didn't call that touchdown pass in the first quarter a touchdown. Yeah. And they had him marked short. I would have way more of a problem with that. Because I don't understand. That guy's ass was on the goal line. Now, I don't know. And then they turned around and fumbled. But the thing is, is like, even despite those plays, like, and I think that one of the first quarter would be a momentum thing. Michigan looked like fucking shit. TCU like got out to like, they get out to like a 14 to 17 point lead, 20 point lead. Michigan would claw back. TCU would stretch the game out again. Like Michigan's defense was horrible. Yeah, but, for sure. Um, yeah. So, but to answer your original question, Kev, I, I think by the letter of the law, it was probably targeting, but I don't have an issue with him not calling. If you would have hit the guy in the head, but his main point of contact with the guy's back, he just hit him with the crown of his helmet. So, yeah. If it was his head that he had that was the main point of contact, I'm like, oh, I'd get it, but it's his fucking back. So, I don't know. I just yeah. didn't think you would what? call it in any situation because. No matter the outcome of the game, that player is going to miss a national championship if they make it, right? Like, if even if they kill the flag. And I hate that. Like, you can't have guys out for a maybe. I mean, he probably should have been flagged for it. But in that circumstance, no. I mean, Michigan had their chances to win that game. Um, they couldn't stop TCU on defense. And they've, like, they did what I didn't think Michigan would do, and that's beat themselves. They turned the ball over in the goal line. I know when they, like, at, you're talking about that catch at the goal line. Should have been a touchdown. And then I'm screaming at the TV. I was with Kev. Why are you rushing this? Like, what? what is the point? You yeah. are Michigan. You're on the fucking half-yard line on the one. You, you're just bigger, stronger, faster. You just fucking punch it in. One of four tries, you'll get it in. Instead, they're they're getting fancy. They're trying to go quick. They go a quick handoff. Doesn't even get the ball. Fumble at the goal line. Like, that's Michigan beating themselves. They don't do. Um, so, like, don't, don't complain about... And I don't hear fans complain about call, although no. it, it was 50-50. But um, they had their chances. To, to your point, though, Michigan, I think I read something. Michigan only turned the ball over seven times the entire season, and they turned the ball over three times Saturday night. Yikes. Just can't do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I mean, it, but like you said, and like like to your point, Shory, it's like, you're, like you said, you're Michigan. Your bread and butter all year was – lining up man on man helmet on helmet running downhill and just beating the snot out of teams. So it's like, I don't understand why you're trying to run outside why you're trying to run these stupid fucking Philly special bullshit reverse plays when you're inside the five line up and do what you've done all year and just run the fucking football. Yep. Like, why are you trying to get cute with it? I like, no, listen, I'm fine with it. I loved it because I fucking hate Michigan. And I was like, TCU horn frogs all night. But like, it just made no sense. Like that early in that game is like Michigan was trying to like outsmart themselves. And it was like, you guys got here for a reason. Like just do what get got you there. Yep. Like I, don't be yourself. Just didn't. Uh, and it one looks person, like is going to be gone. Yeah, it does. Uh, one person who definitely torched him was Quentin Johnston. Have you guys looked at mock drafts? Like he must be a first round pick. He's a top 15 guy. Yeah. He's yeah. probably in the first or second wide receiver to go. Yeah. He's a beast. It's either him, yeah. It's either him or, um, 
Marvin Harrison's got to be work, working his way up, dude. That I don't know. He's gamer. eligible. He's only a sophomore, isn't he? I think he can come out, though. Oh, he can? I don't know. I think sure. the, the top two guys, I think, were him and uh, Najigba, which I don't. I, Quinn yeah. Johnson. Well, he fell. Awesome. Yeah, Quinn Johnson's the man. No, I still see a lot of people, though, thinking he may go number one. I mean, go. Uh, yeah, one. I know what you mean. Quentin Johnson's like a weird guy because he's kind of like a Randy Moss build. He's like six foot five, long strides. Where most wide receivers nowadays that are successful are the quick twitches, you know, the um, a lot yeah. of uh, Tyree Kill kind of getting that kind of mold of a player. So, but be he, interesting. he def he definitely's got like like game breaker speed though. Because I mean, I, oh, I yeah. think it was. It was that play across the field, Michigan, like Blitz State. They was like, you know, they went like zero. It was like a zero coverage or whatever. And Johnson come across the field and he caught the ball and he kind of did that like slow jog stutter step and then fucking hit the gas. And there wasn't a corner on, like he blew right by the corner in Michigan. And he was like, they weren't closing. He was like, he kept fucking running away from him. And he was just, I don't know, dude. He's he's definitely a game breaker. Yeah, I think you're right, Fagola. I don't think Myron Harrison's eligible. And if he was, he'd be the number one guy. That kid's a fucking stud. He is a stud. He's really good. I mean, Johnson is too. I mean, I guess it's like everybody's preference. And But, um, yeah, it was just crazy. It was like big play after big play after big play in that game. It was like every time I turned around or if I, like, didn't, you know, if I went in to, like, get one of the kids down, I swear I come back out and it was like four touchdowns were scored in a matter of like 15 minutes. I'm like, what the hell just happened? <laughs> I missed so many of them to go school into the bathroom and take a leak, dude. It's crazy. <laughs> Every time I'd go there, I hear Shuri yelling. Something big happened. So, yeah. uh, I said this to you guys in the group chat, but Max Duggan, doesn't he seem like a prototypical, like just awesome backup for having the NFL? He does. Yeah. Kid's a gamer, man. Yeah. He is a gamer. Like he seems super tough and he just seems like, he can throw the ball, but he also can, like, run the ball. And I feel like, I mean, a lot of NFL teams are moving to the run with quarterbacks, it seems, nowadays, like just the multidimensional quarterback. And it just, I don't know. I don't think he has all the tools to be a starter, but I think if, like, your starter goes down or something like that, I think he's not a bad guy to have. Right. He's one of those guys where, like, he's probably not going to carry you for an entire season, but he could probably come in and, like, spot start two or three games a year and win you a couple games. Um, but he's, you, you probably don't necessarily want him to be like the guy, yeah. uh, but you're comfortable enough. Yeah. No, I, it was, that's a great call. Kev. Uh, the other one, Georgia, Ohio state, like goal said that one, like, I feel like we watched Michigan TCU and we were like, well, Georgia has been dump trucking teams all year. There's no way this is going to live up to the same thing as Michigan TCU. And then Georgia ends up winning by one. And I, I can't even imagine, like, being a player, being, like, a big fan of something like that. That situation, I don't know. I'm just trying to think, like, if it's ever happened to me in my life where Ohio State's lining up for a game-winning field goal at that. And, like, you basically – there's not much you can do, right? Like, yeah, you can no. block a kick, but, like, blocking a kick is very rare. It's basically just on the kicker fucking up. Yep. Yeah. You're just relying on that to happen. And, uh, yeah. Did the that kicker, the long – did that happen in that game too? I, we were talking about the timeouts that coaches call every time because they think they have to call a timeout to ice a kicker. Oh yeah, no, Jimbo, uh, not Jimbo. Uh, Kirby Smart called a timeout, and the ref called like blew the whistle late, and Ohio State fake punted on the on that play. Kirby called a timeout, and then the ref had to like run down and like blow the whistle or whatever. 
They fake kicked and it? They actually no, they ran a fake punt and they actually snapped the ball and picked up the first down, but they the ref had blown the whistle dead, blown the play dead. Yeah, no, so but they had, they were, on the just on the final play though. Like uh, oh, I always talk about I'm how sorry, freezing how freezing a kicker has become the norm that kickers know what's going to happen now. Oh. That's actually not freezing them. Like it's almost better to like let them kick it. Cause they think they're going to get for, like, they think they're going to get the free extra kick. Um, I, I think don't think they did. Getting. Cause it, they didn't, they didn't have any first downs left. Cause it might've happened in the Michigan out. game. No, it happened. Re- it mm-hmm. happened recently, but I, it seems like, I think like Shorey says, like the kickers in the team knows that the other team is going to try to ice them. So they'll hear the whistle. They'll still snap the ball. And then the kicker basically gets like a practice kick from that thing. And I think that's yeah. like huge for a kicker, right? Even if they miss it, it's still just a nice practice just to like see like, you know, how the wind's moving, how the distance is, all that stuff. So it happens all the time. I feel like it always fails for coaches. But um, yeah, in that situation, that, that kick couldn't have been at any further from being in. Like he just no. completely shanked it. The one so we're talking got... about was going into halftime. TCU called the timeout, and the Michigan kicker kicked like a 65-yarder. That's oh, right. Yes. And then he like barely made it, and then the next time he knew he had plenty of leg, dude, and he fucking pounded it right down the middle. Yeah, yeah that's, that's right. right. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. Um, but going back to the, the kick of Ohio State and Georgia, and I don't know if you guys noticed this like in the moment we were watching it, but like one of the first things I noticed was like obviously it was – you know, 25 yards left. I mean, he's a good, just a dead shank, but like, it was almost like the way the kicker reacted. Like he bent down and almost like picked a lot, like the holder up, like in the holder's body language was like, it made it seem like to me, like he maybe he fucked with like, fuck things up like the hold, because it was like, you would have thought like, usually the, this, the guy gets up, but it's like the, if usually I'm trying to think how to wear this, I'm fuck, fumbling over my words, but usually if a kicker misses a kick that badly, the longs, the holders, the one that's kind of like condoling him, uh, yeah. consoling him, and like, hey, it's good, it's good. Well, the kicker actually picked the the holder up. It was like tapping him on the head, so it was like, oh, and I didn't yep. see this slow down, so I was like, did he like spin the ball too far and he fucking hit the laces or like, because it didn't have a, it was a weird ass rotation. It was almost like a spiral. Yeah. So I didn't know if he like mishit it because the laces were fucked. I, I don't know. It doesn't matter, but it was. Um, yeah, I mean it was it was crazy to see because I I definitely didn't think Ohio State could stick around with them, but they were they were kind of dominating that game for a, a good portion of it. That's for sure. I think that you like the quarterbacks for this year's draft couldn't have had a better weekend. Um, mm-hmm. Bryce Young, ha- like to me, has solidified he's the number one pick. Like I don't know who who Houston will have it. I don't know if Houston wants a quarterback. They should. But if somebody else is going to move up to the spot, Bryce Young has solidified that. C.J. Stroud balled out, in my opinion. Um, he needed the monster game. He had it. Um, I just – those two guys um, probably solidified what everyone thought at the beginning of the year, that the number one and two guy. Yeah. Are uh, you concerned at all with Bryce Young's size? He's a small guy. Not as uh, – you know, it's funny that – like. This is probably like off topic, but everyone always like says, "Oh, they're like the NFL softer, like softer now. You can't hit a quarterback as hard." And I agree, or you can't hit a quarterback as much. Players are faster and stronger and bigger now. That I hate when old quarterbacks are like, "Oh, if I if they they would have had to play, if Kyler Murray would have had to play in my day, he would have been fucking two two seasons done, two seasons yeah. and done." But the 
how much more physical and how much faster players are now, I think it evens out. So I don't know. I mean, it's off topic, but I I do, I do like, obviously I'm nervous about his size. Um, He's not going to get hit as much, but players hit so fucking hard now. Um, Obviously it could be, you know, bad, but like Brady's one of the skinniest, frailest guys there is dude. And the guy can take shots at the shot. I guess I, I guess I should have been like a little more clear with that. I more or less meant his height. I mean, right. He's yeah, like yeah. five, he's, nine, five, 10. That's why I like, said he's Kyler. not a big guy. He's listed at six like, feet. He's, of course. He Probably is. a jetter. Six. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> with cleats. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, I, so I don't know. I was just wondering. And, um, um, one but, thing about it was, uh, beginning of the year. I'm not like even, I'm not crap. Like, Make talking smack to you guys because you guys know way more about college football than me. But like Stetson Bennett, like I feel like he's almost like carried Georgia this year in times. Like he had almost 400 yards in this game. I'm a Stetson Bennett dude, man. I like the guy. So he's a senior. He's only five foot eleven listed. Like 26 he's, years old though, right? Is he that old? I don't know. It doesn't show age on here. Uh, yeah, it doesn't show age. So I'm not sure. But I'm looking. Like, that. does he get drafted at all? He'll get drafted because he he's like an awesome guy to have yeah. on your team. He's a late round guy though, probably, right? I mean he's not yeah. I can't have, I he's not a he's not a day one or two guy. He's probably day three, like fifth, sixth, or seventh round, maybe. Yeah, that's what I would think. He turned twenty five years old in October. So yeah. And I think it was like, you know, we got on I I know I got on I said a lot of shit about Bennett early in the year. But, and I think, and maybe I'm wrong, and maybe I'm just trying to, like, save face here a little bit, but I never thought he was, like, a, like, bona fide superstar. Like, you know, you have these guys potentially with, like, C.J. Stroud and Bryce Young, but it's for what he's exactly what Georgia needs him to be. Yep. In the sense that they don't need a superstar quarterback because they're so skilled everywhere else. They just need somebody who can manage a game. And, and, and clearly, I mean, he's more than a game manager. I mean, that last drive was fucking awesome. He drove him right mm-hmm. down the field, slinging it around like, you know, credit where credit's due. But um, I, I, I definitely don't think that Bennett's a guy that's going to go to the NFL and fucking dominate. I no. think he's going to be a he's going to be like and I'm not taking a shot, Shory, but he's like Tebow in a sense where. But Tebow had the had the numbers, obviously won the Heisman, but exceptional college player. Was is gonna be was probably not gonna be very good in the pros. You know who he is, dude. And this guy's nasty, Russell Wilson. Same <laughs> same size. I'm same telling age. You, dude. So, yeah, there you go. I don't know if he's like really into like the whole God thing or not, but uh, yeah, there he is. So, I didn't know his what? nickname was the Mailman. I got his Wikipedia up right now. Betson. Betson Bennett. Yeah. Nickname the Mailman. I don't know where he got it. Because he fucking delivers, dude. <laughs> yeah, it must be. I mean. um, What was the opening line for is this Monday night? Yeah, Monday 14 night. 14 and a half or something like that? I saw 13 or 12 and a half, I thought. But I don't know. It could have changed. You know I know what it was? Yeah. yeah. But that's yeah. another thing. And I'm like, in my head, I'm like, TCU is going to cover that. Like, I feel like TCU's yeah. offense is like just as good, if not. I mean, maybe not just as good as Ohio State. But it's pretty fucking good. I think a huge thing is going to be whether or not um, I can't. I'm going to lose. I forgot his name. The running back from TCU. He got uh, hurt. He got hurt. Yeah. Demarcado. He plays it. Demarcado. Amari Demarcado. I don't know. Or Kendra Miller. 
Miller. Miller. Okay. Demarcado had 150 got, yards against. Yeah, Michigan. no, Miller yeah, got hurt. He came back. Yeah. yeah. But I just, I mean, I just feel like I, I feel like TCU, like the way they've been, like they gotta hang around in this game at least. I think that's what but Duggan I feel, does. I think Duggan, I think he can throw the ball if he wants, and then like when Schick starts going haywire, he just starts running the ball like a madman, and I think he just keeps keeps it in the game. So we'll talk over about under that more, 62 but. and a half. It's been hot. Take the over. Christ, I took the over on both games. It was almost I almost had it at halftime this past week. Gotta stop betting more money on it, dude. My gosh. You bet more right. you lose. Uh NFL? NFL recap of last week. Yeah. Week 17 is now officially in the books, dude. Like Sherry said, that was a craziness on Monday night. Um Patriots, big win, man. Big one. <laughs> Did a punch yeah. happen on the sidelines? Well, what do you mean, sure? They're you battling against the Dolphins for like the, that playoff spot, dude. That's a huge win. What do you mean? Why do you, you say sure? They're the third can. string quarterback. <coughs> and, I'm just saying, dude. Like in the NFL, like you know this more than anyone. Yeah, no, a win's a win. A win's a win. It doesn't matter how you win, exactly. So. Um, but it's funny you say that, Kevin, about did a punch happen on the sideline because. Right at the end of the game, they cut to the sideline, and it was the back of Tyreek Hill. And I'm like, oh, he's losing his mind. Sure, he called to something. But he like, I think you're just having a regular conversation. I was like, holy shit. I think we're going to get it here. But, um, uh, you know, I mean, with the Pats, it was – defense was fucking awesome again. Um, and I will, I will say this. The last drive the Patriots had there when they went to go up by 10 or whatever it was, Mac looked awesome. He was slinging it. He was making good decisions. Um, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. What's, we, nobody really knows what the hell's going to happen this weekend. I mean, this. I guess there's still rumors that they may not play. The Patriots and Bills may not, but everybody else may. Um, so I, I don't really know what's you know what's going to happen this weekend as far as that goes. But um, yeah, I mean they they're in a win and get in situation. So I guess it's. Uh, I mean, you can ask for more, but one thing I'm learning about Mac is that he is. Streaky as hell. Like, I, I watched him in some throws where he would, like, throw to the guys in the flats, and it was like he hit him in the feet. Stevenson would come out of the backfield, and he'd throw behind him. And I'm like, what the f- Like, this guy's not an NFL quarterback. And then you keep watching. He gets hot. He gets his feet underneath him, and he rips the ball. And it's like, all right. Part of this is obviously the offensive coordinator, but part of this is, like, you got to be more consistent. Yeah. And if you are more consistent, you can play for this. Like, I, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe maybe you are a starting quarterback for the New England Patriots for a while. But I hate when I, like, see, like, flashes of greatness. Not greatness, but flashes of, like, being a really good quarterback. And then this guy who comes out there and he can't even hit the fucking guy 20 yards down the field. He's hitting the ground before him. So it's like, which Mac are you going to be? We need you to be more consistent. Yeah. And, and that way... If we know we have a quarterback, then that's like a huge, huge thing. But like the whole year, we don't even know if Max good enough to be a Super Bowl contending quarterback. No, um, no, like you said, he shows flashes, and like you looked at what he had, what he looked like last year, and you're like, okay, they may have something here. Um, obviously, he took a step back this year, but I do think it's it's going to be important. Like I said, I do this, but it, it'll be. 
difficult for him if they do bring another OC in, which I think they, they obviously need to. That's your third offensive coordinator in three years for a guy, young guy. So that that's not easy either. That's one thing. Well, I think what gets lost in the sauce a little bit here as far as Mac in the offense goes is more so with Mac is like, it's a new OC. It's a kind of a different philosophy. They do things differently than McDaniels did. So I think it's a little bit of, there's an adjustment there. So I, I want to give him a little bit of a break, but I agree with you, Shory, that it is that some of the throws, if the throws were still there and it was just a decision-making situation where he weren't sure whatever, where to go with the ball, that's one thing. But like you said, he's like, there's times he just, everybody talked about how accurate he was coming out of Alabama. And there's times now I'm like, he doesn't even look like he knows what the fuck he's doing. Um, but I do, I do want to switch gears a little bit uh, Wait, as far as the Patriots goes. Okay. No, I'm going to talk about the Patriots, but just. Oh, okay, good. I got Pat too. So go ahead. I, I, I know we, well, you way more than I have, um, have been on Belichick a little bit as far as coaching. GM and all this other stuff, but I was watching the game this weekend and I'm, I'm sitting there and I'm just like thinking about the last like couple of years in the drafts and you talk about GM Belichick and decisions, but you know, was it like three years ago, everybody ripped him up about taking uh no name safety from Lenore Renai in the second round or whatever it was. Kyle Duggar's a fucking superstar. He's that a... kid's a stud. Good player. Maybe not a superstar. He may not be a superstar, but he's he's pretty damn awesome. They took this year, you know, well, two years ago, Uche, who's turning into a monster. Barmore, Bentley, signed Judon, both the Joneses this year in the draft. Ramondre Stevenson, Tyquan Thornton looks like, I mean, he's showing glimpses. It's It's early for him. I just I I don't necessarily disagree with you, but they've hit a lot the last couple of years in the draft. I think. Yeah, no, they 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 have. Um, there's no doubt about it. I I agree. They've done a lot better in the draft the last couple of years. The problem I get into is the years before that, right? So the Nick Casario years. Uh, they take Nikhil Harry, Jawan Williams, Chase Winovich as their top three players. Not one of them belong in the NFL. Isaiah wins the year before next year. I, Isaiah wins, Sonny Michelle, Duke Dawson. Isaiah, Isaiah wins a good Witt swing tackle. And Sony Michelle had a, a, a good season or two for the Pats. I think but, there was a lot of good running backs that went after that a lot better. Well, and the thing is, and that's one thing with the Patriots, though, like they've always hit on running backs. They like he always finds guys. Damien Harris, Ramondre, you know, year before that, 2017, Derek Rivers, Antonio Garcia and Dietrich Wise. Now, Dietrich Wise has been a good player this year. He's been a role player before that. But Derek Rivers out of the league, Antonio Garcia out of the league, like. Well, I, yes. I'm not disagreeing with you. He's hit. He has I mean, been. He has been better, but uh, he really put the franchise back with those three or four years there before that, especially going into like that transfer from Brady to whoever's next, or maybe Brady would still been here if he had fucking good players around. I bet if you go back and look at like a lot of NFL teams, though, you could probably pick them apart if you do that. Top three picks over the last like can, five years. But you usually need like one good starter. 
your first your first round pick has got to be like a good starter. Everyone thinks you're going to be like a pro bowler. They should be like a no, good starter, a starter in yeah. the NFL. Your second pick should probably be like a a a starter after a couple of years. So if you get three starters out of a draft, it's a real it's actually a really good draft. So like I agree, Kev. Like people think that all like just because they drafted somebody in the first round, they're going to be like a pro bowler. It's like no, it's fucking hard to be good in the NFL and prove yourself. But those those drafts were horrible. They yeah. were horrible. They were like out of the spectrum horrible. Um, I was gonna say. I just can't believe how bad I feel like the Patriots are. And I think it's actually probably no better time ever to be a Patriots fan than now. Knowing that Miami and the Jets think that they have the best rosters that they've ever had. And we're ahead of them. We're fucking better than <laughs> Miami and the Jets. And they're acting like they are going, going places. Like big things that happen, Super Bowl bound. Like you guys aren't fucking nothing. We both teams we, riding a five game losing streak. It's unbelievable. It's like and that, we have been so spoiled as fans. Like it really take it back and, and make, puts a perspective of how unappreciative we are of how great this franchise has been. Like I know I'm hard on Bill, but the franchise has oh, yeah. gave us twenty plus years of like unbelievableness. Like the, the uh, being the top top pro team every year. It's hard doing this sometimes with you two assholes because they'll win a game and then you guys <laughs> will still find fucking twenty things to bitch about. Yeah, well, because you guys it, are spoiled. You're know. spoiled. Well, we That's are, right. Yeah, I, I, I'm the it worst. Is, it's one of those things where it's like, it's pretty bad. Like like last year, right? They were ten and six, and it's like this is fucking bullshit. Like as like the way things have been with Patriots fans, it's like. <laughs> I don't want like they're ten and six. No, they're ten and six. I don't. I would rather them, like I don't want it just a first round exit. Like I give me. I need thirteen and three, and you're going on runs. Like I need yeah. the expectation that we're playing in conference championship games and Super Bowls like all the fucking time. Like this whole like around five hundred stuff. No, that's for the fucking Steelers to do every year with Tomlin because you guys never under. The guys like always around five hundred. I no, I don't want this shit. Like they need to figure it out because it's fucking stupid. I bet that twenty nine percent of Cleveland Browns male fans would give their left nut to be ten and ten and six. Oh, for sure. Of course. You think it's no higher than twenty nine percent? I Jesus Christ, dude, it, it could be. Every would <laughs> you say every year or once? Would you say? Just be right now ten and six. Oh. I mean, they. I mean, I would imagine that they would. When's the last time they were in the playoffs? Has it well, been a while for them? I don't know. I know the last team to win a playoff game. I believe that's the Cowboys. What do you mean? They the have last a, team. Oh, the longest drought. Longest drought to winning a game. Oh, the longest drought to win one. Oh, yes, okay. that's what I was trying to get. Freaking. Oh, that's no surprise. And they're probably gonna lose the opening round this year too, because Brady's gonna like just gonna shove it right down oh, their yeah. fucking throat. Unbelievable. Yeah. Buccaneers finally clinched it up last week, dude. Took him right to the very end of that game to do it, too. Brady fucking just puts on a clinic at the end, dude. Everyone trashing him. 
432 yards in that game for him. Jesus. Dominated. Forget Mike Evans. Yeah. Balled out, come out. Just said, oh, yeah, I'm still Mike Evans. Mike Evans yeah. got his uh, ninth season of 1,000-plus uh, yards. Only person He's one of the quietest goats, dude. Yeah. Most underappreciated players we got. He really it's is. Kind of ridic- it's kind of ridiculous, too, the, that um, throughout that game, Carolina was just like, hey, corner, just stay in man, just single, well, you're like single, single cover you, coverage. you're on your own. It's like, okay, like it didn't, it clearly wasn't working. Like maybe do something different. And it's not like they were getting blown out. They were winning the game. Most of the game, fucking game Carolina was for a little while. And it's like, just what won. are we doing? The Browns made the playoffs in 2020. Don't remember that. I don't either. But yeah, I don't know. Uh, one thing I want to say is the is how bad the Packers looked in the beginning of this year, and now they're like basically. I think they control their destiny going into this last week. Yeah. Uh, but this past week, <clears throat> uh, I think it's Jair Alexander. Is that his name? Yeah. Corner. Yeah. Where he locked down uh, Jefferson, but Jefferson only had one catch, I think, in the game. But didn't Alexander do something at the end of the game that was like absurd? I can't remember. I thought I saw something. Maybe I'm just drawing a blank. And it's a bad story. But gritty? Was wasn't he like gritty? Wasn't he gritty? Yeah, he was grittying right Mid-field. in front of him or something. But I mean, Jefferson was like on pace to be breaking the, you know, we talked about it before the extra game, but to break the uh, yardage yeah. record for a season, breaking Calvin Johnson's record, and now it's like a tall task for him to do because he had 15 yards last game. So, uh, I think he needs like over 200 or something this last week to do it. So he might get um, it. He's playing the bears. He is playing the bears. Yeah. He might get it. I will. Mm-hmm. I will say too, though, with the Packers, like they do control their own destiny and everybody, you know, but they haven't beat, I, in my opinion, they haven't beaten it. I mean, they beat Chicago. Chicago sucks. The Ram, the Rams suck. They beat the Miami with, Vikings. that was with Tua, but when he was, the Vikings suck. Dude. They're 12. I mean, they do. They're 12 and four, but they, they, they win so close bad. games. They, they get blown out. But if it's a close game, they're going to win it. That's what it comes down to. Who are they, like, right now, who would they be matched up with? Who's the six in the in the NFC? The Giants locked up that seat, the, I think. The Giants will probably beat them. No. No, I don't think so. Dude, they played them to a three-point game, like, four, three, four But that's what ago. the Vikings do. The Vikings play close games, and they win, I, I feel like. I don't know. All right, so I just, the Vikings, I just think they're so fucking bad. Of the teams that could make the playoffs in the NFC, that's the perfect matchup for the Vikings to win a game is the Giants. It is. Because it's the one team that just can't, like, straight out blow them up. Right. They they got absolutely dogged by Cowboys and lost by 40. They got absolutely turned up right against the last week against the Packers. But if they can keep it close, somehow they have some magic at the end of the game. Mm -hmm. And there's no way the Giants just go and blow them out. Yeah. So there's still a, there's still a chance that they get to two seed though, right? Minnesota. Yes, San Francisco. If could San lose. Francisco loses, and then so let me let me ask you that: if they open around of the playoffs, are you picking Minnesota to beat Green Bay? No. <laughs> if Green Bay wins and gets in. Right. No. What about Seattle? You picking them to beat Seattle? Yes. What about Detroit? I think they beat Detroit. I'm excited. This Detroit Green Bay game, this playoff game this weekend, is going to be awesome. 
that yeah. the Jaguar Jaguars t- uh, uh, Titans. I mean, we can talk about them, right? We're, that's what we're getting into next. Yeah. I mean, let's let's start Packers Lions. Packers lose, they're out. Packers win, they're in. Right? Lions win. They still aren't locked in? No, the, the Lions win. They need Seattle to lose. Yeah, need gotcha. Seattle to lose. It says yeah. they, it's, I'm looking at it, it says wins tiebreak over Detroit based on head-to-head win percentage. Yeah, it goes Packers, Seahawks, Lions in that order. Gotcha. Is, yeah. I really hope – I just pray this way the Lions find the way in. That'd be they're cool, a fun yeah. team to watch, man. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think Detroit and Green Bay would be um, probably the two teams like that can make. I'm not saying Detroit could go on a run, but I think it'd be fun to see them in the playoffs. I, I mean, Green Bay could probably go on a run because the Rodgers gets hot. Seattle, I just I just don't I don't know. They're just not that like entertaining of a team to me, and I just don't really need to see Geno Smith going to San Francisco against that fucking defense. Um, so. Geno Smith's a gamer, dude. He's, yeah, he's a I guy just, now. I don't, I don't know, man. Dude, I don't know what the Jets would do to get Geno back. Like, wanna, I think yeah. the Jets are, are talented. They just lack a quarterback. And it's so funny. Like, I put whatever I want. I'll just say this. Whatever I won on the overs, I put it on Geno going back to Jets to win that game. And they were the underdogs. I had a feeling he was going in there, make him on a mission, and get that win. So... I wonder if if the Jets have him on the radar to get him. Uh, this is a crazy scenario for the NFC East is that, like, Eagles are playing the Giants, and they're saying Hurts is supposed to be playing this week, so they're favored by 14 in that game, which is a wild against the playoff team Giants. But anyways, Eagles lose, 49ers lose, Cowboys win. Cowboys are the one seed. Yeah, so it's they, crazy. They had jumped from the fifth, have to play Tom Brady, and then they could potentially have, like, a week round week uh, one by whatever it is, which is pretty crazy that they they could yeah. jump that many spots. So with the Eagles and that, do we know in that scenario who drops to the five? Eagles would, because they're not a division. Oh, no, the Eagles are division yeah. winner. Wow. Yes, I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you're right. But thing is, Eagles favored by 14, Cowboys favored by, I mean, 49ers favored by like 13 and a half. So pretty fat chance both those teams lose in Cowboys. Yeah, because Arizona, the Niners yeah, are playing Arizona, right, with David yeah. Blau and. Mm-hmm. But it's possible. Crazy shit happens, yeah. man. No, for sure. I see you trying to talk me out of my margin pick. <laughs> no, that's a good pick for you, dude. That's a good. <laughs> pick Who did you take? He has the 49ers. Oh, I have 49ers. So I, so I've been the last like. So obviously I have not a chance to win the whole thing, but I've been floating around zero. Um. So I haven't picked any good teams. I've been just picking teams to lose. Well, last week I picked the Jets thinking they were going to win. So I'm, I'm like minus like 22 or 23. And I'm like, well, I can take a good team now because I just hope that they win in a blowout. So I have the Niners this week as well. But I don't know. There's any more crazy scenarios. I'm trying to think. Uh, obviously, like who knows what's going to happen with the AFC one seed considering the Bengals Bills game. Uh the Jaguars Titans are playing. That was kind of weird that that last week's games didn't matter at all for them. Yeah. Right. Like that's so, so weird. I saw a scenario which is kind of crazy. Um So say the Titans beat the Jaguars, right? So Titans get the division. And then say the Patriots, Dolphins and Steelers all lose, the Jaguars then get the 7th seed. Oh yeah. That could happen because I feel like they all have tough matchups. 
It's pretty crazy that they that yeah, that, that that AFC South could get two teams in, which seems crazy because it's such a trash division. Wow. Yeah, because like the Patriots are playing the Bills, we got the Steelers playing the Browns, and uh, Miami's playing the Jets. So I mean, yeah, it wouldn't. I mean, the Patriots are probably gonna lose. I mean, I can't. I have no faith in them beating Buffalo, but um, if they even play the game, who the fuck knows? But then obviously, if the Jaguars beat the Titans, the Patriots would get in. If those other three Patri- teams lose, you know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. Like, if, so if Patriots, Patriots want Jaguars to win basically. Cause then it, then yeah. it allows them to lose and still get in. Yeah. But gotcha. they need my, yeah, they need Miami and the steel Patriots win and get in. If they lose, they need Jacksonville to beat Tennessee yeah. and then Miami to Miami and Pittsburgh to lose. Yeah. That's so, that's so, it's so crazy at the end of the year. Like how many different scenarios there are that could happen, you know? Yeah. 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 Anyways. Um, all right. Let's do some previews then. I think we kind of just talked about it a little bit, but uh, Titans and Jaguars playing Jacksonville, six and a half point favorites. I did this the other day, six and a half point favorites over under this game's 38 and a half. What a bore fest Ooh. that is. I think Titans are going with Dobbs at quarterback again in this game. Um, Jaguars beat him by 14 earlier in December this year. So, um, Titans have lost their last six games coming Whoa. into this. Six in a row? Yeah. Yeah, I'm not liking my chances for the Titans. <clears throat> no, I'm, I mean, I'm off the, I mean, I will no say, one's playing better than let, let, Out of those six losses, they were play, played the Bengals, Eagles, Jaguars, Chargers. Texans, obviously, is a really bad loss. And then Cowboys. So they yeah, played five pretty solid teams there. Yeah. yeah. But I'm not saying... Pick the Titans. <laughs> just... Listen, Trevor Lawrence is, is balling out right now, and, and I'm going to yeah. ride that hot hand. Um, he seems to have figured it out. Uh, ETN can obviously blow up a play and make it, you know, third and five into a fucking 75-yard touchdown in about one second. So I, I like what the Jaguars are building, man. They went heavy defensive picks this year. Uh, I think they keep doing that. I think their offense is good enough for the future. They're not a Super Bowl contender, but I would want to play them round one. Yeah, like no. I, I I would that that's not the team that I would want to play uh, in round one. Yeah, you, you talk. I, I'm with you, Shory. I mean, you talk about ETN. You look at the last his last three weeks. Uh, last week he had 140 total yards. The week before that, just over like 110. The week before that, almost 130. So the guy is just fucking catching the ball out of the backfield a little bit. Obviously running the rock. So and Lawrence is playing out of his mind, and I just think that. I just don't – and one thing, I don't trust Josh Dobbs. I mean, the big the big situation here is with Tennessee, as it always is, if they feed Henry 40 times a game and he rushes for 270 or has one of those fucking stupid monster games that he's known to have, that's where I can see Tennessee, like, obviously winning this game. But um, I, I just like the Jags. Um, the Jags to get it done, get in the playoffs. Um and Duval will be fucking Duval County be rocking here in a week. <laughs> was uh, Trayvon Walker their first pick? Yeah, number one yep. overall. He was number one overall. Yep. Can't remember. Um. Yeah, I think he's hurt, but I think he's coming back this week. I don't even know what he's really done this year or not. If he's been a difference maker or not, but um, he's playing this weekend, I think. But one thing about Jacksonville, I I can't remember if you said this. I was kind of just like dozing off right there. But like this team with Calvin Ridley next year. Yeah. 
Yeah, I didn't say that. You didn't you say that. I forgot about that. Yeah, I was just looking at the players who aren't playing this weekend, and he was listed on there, obviously. But, I mean, to have, give Lawrence a weapon like that next year, that's pretty – yeah, this team's on Is the it, out. Cal- I just I just saw this. Calvin Ridley's like 29, dude. He didn't he didn't get to play his senior year of high school because in in the state of Florida, there's a law that it doesn't allow 20 year olds to play. Um, and because <laughs> he went through so many foster homes, um, Sorry, I'm laughing. <laughs> I know I didn't. I well, I laughed before. before. Asshole. Yeah. Jesus Christ, Calvin. What a this fucking dink. He's older. Then Amari Cooper wow. went to the same college. Amari Cooper had already graduated, went to the NFL before he got there. That's crazy. That's Isn't crazy. that insane? Yeah. I thought it was unbelievable. That's crazy. Uh, that game is Saturday night, too. Two games Saturday. Awesome. What is it? That game and Chiefs, Chiefs Raiders. I, I love the Saturday games in the NFL. It's mm-hmm. fucking great. I wish it was more of them. Uh, and then the other game we have will be the last game of this week. Uh, no Monday night games this week. So the Sunday night game, 820, uh, Lions playing the Packers. Packers favored by four and a half. Over under is 49 and a half. Lions beat them early in November, 15 to nine in kind of a snooze fest. But I feel like that was before Packers kind of figured things out a little bit. So, um you know what? I say the Bear, the Packers have figured things out, but they finished Bears, Rams, Dolphins without Tua, and then Vikings. So, I mean, have they figured it out, or did their schedule just get easier? They haven't beaten anybody. Yeah. I don't think. And that was – and remember, the, the the Dolphins game was – They did beat the Cowboys, um, but – Yeah, but the, and I'll say the Dolphins game was the game Tua had a concussion and threw three fucking picks in the second half because he was on a different planet. So – um, I, yeah, I just don't, um, I, I don't know. I just think that the, it's kind of, it was the Detroit's been a good story, I think all year long. And like, they started out, whatever it was like, Oh, and four or something like that. And they went on a run. I just, it's a, it's a night game, right? Is it a Sunday yeah, night, last Sunday night, night game, yep. night game in Lambeau for, you know, for, to get in the playoffs. I just, I don't know. That's a game. I feel like Rogers is going to win. Mm-hmm. I want Detroit to win. Don't get me wrong. I want Detroit to win. I want to But this just feels like this feels like a game that uh that Rodgers just gets it done at home. See, I think Rod like I'm I'm on like I, I obviously want the Lions to make it. That's what I've been saying all the time. But Rodgers, man, is this team's coming together. Like these young guys that were making mistakes earlier, he's trusting them more. He's letting it fly to them. More, but more than that, when I watch them, they figured out the running game. What happened was Aaron Jones got hurt. They went to AJ Dillon more. Dillon got comfortable running the ball. They started using less of Aaron Jones, but more efficient, more pass routes, uh, more screen plays, more in space. And AJ Dillon's just been pounding the rock. And now that they actually have threats on the outside, uh, Christian Watkins, Watson is, an, is, I mean, that guy's going to probably be a star. He can fly. Yeah. I mean, like, the, he's like an absolutely threat where your safeties are playing a little bit further back. Well, then you got AJ Dillon pounding it up on you. That's 250, and no one wants to be in the hole. So I think that the run game is what's really, really, really opened up this, this Packers offense. And 
They seem to be just getting a little bit of swag going in the right time. And it's not about how you play all year. It's all about what happens in the final month. And I know that they've played some shitty teams, but sometimes that's what it takes to get your confidence up. Uh, As I say, so the Lions have a bottom, like, bottom two defense in the league, trash defense, but their offense is like top five offense in the league. And I feel like with Rogers throwing the ball, don't you feel like the over under of 49 and a half is just like, just hit the over on that. I feel like this is going to yeah. be a high scoring game. Yeah. Like, yeah. Unless it's like below freezing in Lambo, which it usually is. I'm pull up the weather. Go ahead. Do your, do your thoughtful goal. I'm going to pull the weather up here. No, I was going to just saying, if like, if you talk about like what sure you're saying, the run game, if you go back to the, the first, like, month of the football season every time we reviewed a game we talked about green bay the first month or two and that's what like we just kept saying is that they need to run the fucking football like they don't have the guys on the outside right now or rogers right. isn't comfortable with them they have jones and they have dylan they need to pound the fucking rock we we, yeah. we we said that i don't know how many times and it's like it took them a little bit to figure it out and that's what they're doing um so yeah like i said i just i want detroit to win it's it, it's been a great story um but I just think this is a night game at Lambeau. I just think it's a game that Rodgers gets done. 24 degrees that night. Clear. Clear skies, but 24 degrees. So. That's chilly. That's cold. Yeah. Uh, top of your head, I feel like there's a lot of guys that could be in line with it because there's a lot of middle-of-the-road teams this year where uh, people weren't really expecting them, but coach of the year. Oh, Brian Dable. Oh, Dable. You think that Dable? You don't think Campbell's in the talk? No. Dable. Really? I think he is, but Dable, I mean, what did the Giants the Giants won like what two games last year? Three games, something like that? I saw a story that came out where it said that during the preseason, um Dable made it so he, he set up plays like during practice so that Danny yeah. uh Danny Dimes would like fail, basically. And then who's their backup? Tyrod Terrell. They made it he made it so like Tyrod Taylor had easier plays that made him succeed because he wanted to like see if Danny Dimes was like mentally strong to like be able to handle like a quarterback controversy type deal. And he says yeah, like he I passed guess, with yeah. flying colors like during the preseason so that he just like Dable was like so much more confident in, in Danny Dimes. I'm not saying that Dimes having a great year, but he's obviously leading him to win. So dude, so, he uses so him so well. Like yeah. he he uses him a little bit more like Jared Goff was used by Sean McVay, where it's a lot of play action stuff. Um but that naked bootleg, man, I don't know why teams just can't pick it up. Barkley, they're so scared of Barkley getting the ball and using that jump stop, jump cut there that he uses. It's Dables, man. He's He's been great everywhere he's gone. Um, yep. He's a, he's to me, he's the, he's the best, not the best, uh, maybe, but he's the best coach. That's different than like all the fancy coaches, I guess. Uh, he's not a McVay. He does it different. Um, he's not the guy in, in Green Bay. He does it different than them guys too. So he, interesting. I mean, what a huge yeah, I mean, thing, they, obviously, is Saquon not being hurt at all. He played every game this year. Yep. That's yeah. huge. Monster. Yeah. And I was going to, but you know, like Saquon did not play last year. Like uh, we got to acknowledge that, but they were um, <clears throat> four and 13 last year. There's their chance, you know, they're going to be, at best 10 and six, nine and seven. And it's like, I don't recall them really having that much roster turnover. So it's like, he kind of took the team that was given to him and, you know, improved it by, you know, you know, whatever, five, six wins. So I think it's probably Dayball. Um, and I also think the fact that he's in New York just helps things. I don't know. 
What about what about Nick Sarani with the Eagles? If they win this week, they go. Yeah, he should be definitely up there. Fourteen and three, and they were nine and eight I think last that's year. That's probably who who also should be in contention for that. Yeah. We'll see. All right. Um. Yeah. What was I gonna say about NFL? Uh. Obviously, we don't know. There talks about maybe being a week 19. They push all the playoffs games ahead because I think there is a break between the conference championships and Super Bowl. It's two weeks, right? It's two yeah. weeks because the Pro Bowl usually – do they even do the Pro Bowl anymore? They still nope. do it? They nope. don't do it anymore, yeah. Um, they get, like, elected to the Pro Bowl, right, but they don't play it. Correct. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know. I, I think the hard thing at this point is like I talked to Shuri about this is that like venues are booked up for other things other than football. I know like football takes precedent because it's like their fields, but there's still a lot of other shit that has to happen. I feel like it's so it's going to it's going to be crazy and it's going to be interesting to see what they do because I feel like that game has to be played. The Bengals yep. bills. It's there's so much yeah. on the line there that. uh <laughs> Um, all right, and then the final game we're going to do, go back to college. Obviously, TCU playing Georgia. We said Georgia opened up at 13.5. I think it's sitting at 12.5, or uh, at 12.5 right now. 62.5 for the over-under on this one. Uh, what you guys got? Take the over. That's all I got. Take the over. There's going to be points in this game. Yeah. Yeah. I will tell I you. Mean, I mean, I... If this sways your, uh, these two teams played in a bowl game not too long ago, 2016. It was a big bowl game, guys. Do you remember it? Oh yeah, I don't. The um, Liberty Bowl. Oh, <laughs> I was trying that to must, go up with like a good one, like the Ketchup Bowl or something. It must have. Uh, when did uh, Kirby Smart take over? You have any idea? After that. Must have been after that, right? And then they went on this yeah, big after like, powerhouse run. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um. Yeah, no, I want sure. I like the over, but I think TCU covers. I just, I think Georgia's, Georgia's too good. Uh, Georgia goes back to back. Um, but I like TCU uh, getting whatever it is. What'd you say it was? Twelve and a half. It's uh, twelve and a half updated now. I think. Yep. Yeah. So I, I like TCU getting the, the twelve and a half, but I, I do think Georgia wins a game, and but uh, I take the over as well. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'd be shocked if Georgia loses this game. Right. Absolutely shocked. But I feel like TCU has just been doing some, I don't know what's going on with TCU. I don't know what it is. Uh, but I got to imagine Georgia wins this. Uh, last team to go back to back. You guys remember this was before the college football playoffs. It was the BCS. Any uh, idea? Not USC. USC. No. They won one. They lost. It was 2011, 2012 BCS. Bama? It was Bama, yep. I thought so, that was too obvious to ask, so I was trying to think of someone else. So Georgia most likely be the first back-to-back for the college football playoffs, um, but we'll see. So cool if TCU gets this. We're all rooting for TCU, right? Oh, yeah. I am, for yeah, sure. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Sorry there. I just got my fucking hamstring just locked right up. <laughs> Not good. Uh, um, did you guys see real quick? You were talking about like Shorey made a comment about the ketchup bowl. Did you see like the is it the it's like the Duke's mayo bowl and the winning coach they dump a thing a bucket of mayo on them? Yeah. Oh my gosh. I would fuck. I'd be like absolutely not. I did not see that. All right, we're gonna do a starting five. 
You guys good with that? Ready? Yeah. Um, yeah. It's going to be uh, weirdly satisfying things. So things that are satisfying that are different, like a you know weird thing. Like, All right. Yeah, stuff you see in like your everyday life that's just yeah. Yep. All right. First pick belongs to KG. Second pick belongs to. Shory, I feel like I've been in the two spot a lot. And then third, uh, I think it's Fagola third. Must be Zach third, right? I think oh, he's the last one. Yeah. Oh yeah. shit. Shory, did you prepare for this? I did. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Uh, yeah, I prepared for this as well. Uh, but when I prepare for them, I just kind of write them down as I go, and then like maybe I come up with a better one later on but I don't have it in a list, like an ordered list. You know what I mean? I didn't do like any research online. Like I, these just like literally came to my head. Came to your head. Yep. Yeah. It's time for the BDB starting five. Let's get this shit going. This is like this is one of those drafts where I feel like having the first pick's not that like great. Like, I, no. you know, but I'm going to go with uh, the one that I thought of first. That must mean something to me. But the thing I'm going to go with is when uh, you buy like a new electronic and it has the film on it and you can peel Ooh, that film off. Great one. Yep. It's like the sound of it coming off. But then once you take it off, it's like so clean, so, clean, so shiny. Yeah. Good answer. That's, that's a good one. Wow. Uh, mine is the ghost wipe. You take a big shit. You go to wipe. <laughs> clean paper, clean toilet paper. Pull the pants up. Let's go. So efficient, dude. It's so goddamn efficient. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking awesome. Um. All right. So the one I'm gonna go with is what the uh, what kind of made me think of doing something like this um it was a, a couple of weeks ago whatever wife and i went into the new target in um in auburn and when you grab a hold of a shopping cart and the wheels are like smooth and there's no wobble in them like brand new mm. i literally want to like i'm it was the most amazing thing ever the floor was pristine and the sh- the wheels on the shopping cart were just like brand new i was like this is fucking i t- literally talked about it the whole time Lid's like did you really like this this much i'm like yes it's fucking unbelievable <laughs> i mean you must have been in a hannaford then right yes no it was, it was target okay. i definitely was not hannaford that was the wrong answer i think you were supposed to back up your boy here dude and just no. lie about it and then afterwards tell us that it was all that means kev is that our wheels are beating because so many customers so many people oh. yep Bingo. I'll tell you the worst, the worst ones, the worst wheels without question, Walmart. I was Just gonna say Walmart too. Um, 
I could just pitch right. a Fagola, like, freaking the fuck out if he gets a shot. Oh, dude, that's if you movie. get one that's like... <laughs> oh, it sucks. I fucking would, want to lose my mind. I would love to be in the grocery store and Fagola not know I'm there and him get a bad card because I would love to see him freak out. <laughs> fucking time. No, but it, sure, I mean, sure he's right. It's it's literally fucking miserable when you're just going along and the, and the tire just, like, kind of spins out of, like... Oh. It's awful. That's absolutely fucking awful. Um... All right, this next one, it's kind of a weird thing. Like, I've, I've really only noticed it is so much with, like, when I – we have a baby Brisa for the for the baby. And it's when you have, like, liquid in one container and you pour into another one that's not the same size. But when you dump – when you finish pouring it, it's, like, it's perfect. Like, yeah. what I'm saying is, is, like, we have a – there's a water reservoir in the back of the, um, the baby Brisa. And when it needs water, when it's empty, I dump out whatever's remaining in the the gallon jug, and it literally hits like on the max line, like perfect. And I'm like, this is it's like serendipity. I fucking love it. <laughs> I get what you're saying, dude. I know what you're saying. I had one similar to that, so I'm not gonna lie. This 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 little thing I always write down, like what people do, what people we answer and stuff. This one's like testing me though on what i yeah, write down because <laughs> they're like long responses picture. i feel like so i appreciate the ghost wipe that's that's quick oh i get another one then uh yeah. that'll be easy for you um same birthday um anytime someone has the same birthday it is like you guys instantly have a connection um of brotherhood like not like you never like you never had to say a word to him but same birthday when you hear that never been happier it's uh it's a funny thing, dude, that people get excited about that. It is. <laughs> I know, it's so random. It's so like, Yeah. Yeah. You know what's so funny, Kev? Like when I have like because you, Katie, and Mildred are all like right next to each other, right? Mm-hmm. It was like so if I like meet like from down to masses, I'm just like, Oh yeah, my birthday is like, you know, February seventh. I'm like, Oh my god, I'm like my buddies is the ninth and my other buddies <laughs> is the tenth and his wife's like and I'm like it really fucking makes no difference at and all, right? They're probably like, it like who be, gives a shit, you the know? Person's it should like, be like, I don't oh my god. give a fuck. Your parents banged in April too? No shit. <laughs> How I mean. cool. like, my fucking like that person's like, I don't give a fuck when your friends' birthdays are, but okay, no. cool story. All right, my second pick it's gonna be uh a clean dap. When you see two people come up and I I'm not saying that. me, not even me, but if I just watch two people and they just have a handshake and it's just it's both people are on the same page, that's Poetry in motion right there, my friends. Yeah. Has a black person ever missed one? No. <laughs> Probably not. They're so much better. They could do it. They could they could do a handshake with me and make me look good. And I like <laughs> goofy with handshakes, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um my next one is going to be uh when like you see videos of this more often than seeing it in person, but when the sounds and the look, the clean cleanliness of when a greenskeeper changes out the whole location on a green. Oh, dude, that's awesome. That's fucking fantastic. Yeah. I don't it's know what the, a hole cutter. I don't know what that thing's called. We'll call it a hole cutter. Pin but like when it first goes into the ground and it like just makes that sound, it's. It goes back and forth a little yeah. bit. Oh, yeah. Oh, I love it. Uh, my third round pick will be a clean parallel park. Mm-hmm. You, I feel like such a boss. You back that fucking thing in there. 
whip it, whip it, in. Well, watching it. Like in Boston, those people like fucking have three no, inches in the not... front, three inches in the back, and next thing you know, they're against the curb. So we perfect. were down, we were down in there on Sunday, and it's just such a clusterfuck. Like people are such, they have no patience. But yeah, the city sucks. Um, I, I will say, I will say, the backup camera on vehicles has made parallel parking a lot easier, though, hasn't it? Definitely. Oh my god, yeah, yeah. Sure. Um, this one is kind of along the lines of shorts of the ghost wipe. It's gonna be involve a shit. But when you go into a like public bathroom, and I, I notice it more so like when I'm at work. But if you go into a public bathroom, and like you see like the toilet water is blue because somebody just cleaned it, so you know like the seat's clean, and you're just you're just getting ready to like dirty that motherfucker right back up. That's such a good one. Um. All right, this is a random one, and I never ever thought about this until I had now that I have kids and we deal with them all the time. But when you have like the jumbo pack, the big pack of crayons, when you fresh first open them, and every crayon's like perfectly sharpened and then, like in a like very specific color like like uh, oh, yeah. sequence, it's fucking Good unbelievable. Call. And it's never gonna be the same. It's just like you like open it up, you're like that's fucking great, and then it's just chaos after that. That feeling as a kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the smell too. Like I know crayons kind of smell weird, but like it's just. Yeah, they're all sharpened perfectly. They're not broken in half. They're not bitten like with teeth marks. Like they're all right. just perfect. And they're yeah. in like a very so like rainbowy type. Oh, rainbowy type. Yeah, unbel- it's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I have two that are so similar, and I was gonna wait till round five because I didn't. I was gonna. I didn't know if one of you were gonna use one, but Fergola just said smell, so I'm gonna stick to it. I'm going to go with when you buy a new pair of shoes and like that weird smell from when you open the box the first mm-hmm. time and you get that like fresh sneakers. Yeah. Oh, yep. You feel like you're walking big, big dick energy walking with those things. I think I could do like an entire list of this with just smells. I think I'll, I could do. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're probably right. We can do it. We should do it. We could do that, <laughs> we'll yeah. Do I think five. I could do one with just smells, because like when I was making mine, I was like, I had a lot of smelling stuff on here, and I even left some smelling stuff off because I'm like, I already have too much. So, but yeah, that is a good smell. It's like one of the only times where it's like acceptable to like sniff a pair of shoes. Yeah. Yeah. When they're brand new. All right, my final two. Uh, this one is more for us northern folks, I would probably say, because we get to experience this stuff, but. Uh, when it's early in the winter season and a puddle of water gets a thin layer of ice on top of it and you just step on it and hear that little crunch of the ice breaking. Love that. I guarantee you, if you see a puddle like that, you go out of your way to go and step on it. Step on it. If you see it, yeah. I like it. Okay. Uh, my last one. Yep. My last one. Uh... I got so many left. I, I made 15 of these thinking that you guys were going to steal all of mine that I had, but <laughs> not even close. Uh, let's go with uh, pressure washing stuff. Like if something is absolutely filthy, dirty, and you pressure wash it to like see how clean it gets, love that look. Yeah. Yep. Good call. Any job that's like 
instant gratification is yeah and you can see it is good mm-hmm. yeah pressure washing especially all right my final pick i'm gonna take i don't even know if this is weird it's just like literally my favorite thing in the world um it's when i am at the pond and i look out and the water is like glass there's not a fucking mm-hmm. ripple in the pond and i can literally see 50 feet out and i can see the rocks in the bottom like that is yeah that's awesome that's definitely not weird that's Awesome. Yeah, I don't even know if it's weird. I just it's fucking awesome, and it oh, had no. to be on my list. Like it's literally like the first thing I wrote down, and I was like, I don't need to say it yet because no one's gonna say it because I don't even know if it makes the list this way. But I have to say it. Yeah, no, it's fucking fantastic. I think you could do a, like an entire list of like ways water satisfying too, couldn't you? Oh yeah, like oh. the sound of water hitting something. Like how many do we like, have in here? Like raindrops, like waves, like I don't know. There's a bunch of different things you could. You do. got the ice one. Fagola's got the filling up the cup. I got this one. Yep. And I actually kind of have. I'm gonna go with my last one. I'm Ooh. gonna go with something with ice as well. And this is something again, people in, like northern states will get. Um, and this is gonna be earlier in the winter, and I'm I'm kind of starting the same way Kev did. But I'm talking, you're on a lake or a pond. And there's no snow on the ice and you somehow get like a chunk of another chunk of ice and you just throw it as high as you possibly can in the air. And the sound it makes when it hits and then just goes across the ice, like it's all the little pieces hitting. I don't know. Um, I just love the fucking sound of it. It's unreal. I, it's yeah. just like so satisfying to me. Mm-hmm. Yep. Sometimes you kick that biggest piece of ice for like the next 20 minutes when you're drinking a yeah. beer, ice fishing, no doubt done it before like we've i remember when travis and i were kids would have a small spot like shoveled out and would have would get an ice chunk and would put stuff on both ends of it would play like shin hockey with our hands yeah with like it would play hockey with like a piece of ice and on our hands and knees and stuff we just do that all the time i mean reddit i mean reddit has a uh forum for everything like under the sun but there's one literally for just breaking ice like just picking up chunks of ice and throwing and breaking like people just post videos of it because it is like super satisfying to watch fucking awesome um dude i don't more than i what's that i don't go on it ever i do not know how to use fucking reddit what do you mean use it i don't know dude like i go into the search bar and i search something i'm looking for and it's like i always find the worst fucking conversations ever I use Reddit. I like. I don't use Reddit that often, but I, I have. I think I'm bad I, at using it though, Kev. I think you could probably have to get into the right forums that you like. You know. I probably right. Do you save these forums? Yeah, you join them. You join a forum. Like you could probably go on and search like Patriots or something like that, and you join the Patriots, and then it's going to be only conversations about Patriots. Jeez. Or you could go on and join one that's NFL, and it's only conversations about the entire NFL. You know. That must have a lot of idiots. Or you could join when it's like crazy. Like that must have like a lot of like Miami fans bragging about their oh, fucking yeah, six win yeah. team. Yeah, yeah. Right. But the cool thing is you can uh, next to your username for the NFL stuff, you can put your icon of the team you cheer for. You can so you can see the idiots who cheer for like the Dolphins and Jets. Gotcha. And, you know. But yeah, yeah. They, I mean, they literally have everything. You could do like crazy hits. You could do like stupid quarterback throws. Like, there are probably forms for all of those. Uh, Fagola, you're gonna say something? I think probably the one. No, you I was had. just gonna, I was just saying a couple more left. Um, I had one of like watching videos of people, um, like mowing lawns, like when the grass is tall, and then like you see what the final thing yeah. is, and like mm. they, like the weed whacker, the edger, and they it's I can do it all day long. It's fucking awesome. Um, 
one thing like I like when I'm driving and I just happen to look down at like my mileage, my odometer, and it's on a like round number. I fucking mm-hmm. love that. Um slow motion, like I saw a video and this made me think of it. It was a it was a somebody dropping a tree into a pond or a lake and it went in slow motion. So when it hit like the like the water just splashing up over it, that and then this is another one like food wise, like like I feel like I've done it enough now where like I can cook a steak and I shouldn't it should be to like my liking. I know how to cook it. But like when you first cut into a steak after you get done cooking it and you realize like when you whether like, you see the pink and you're like, I fucking crushed I that, nailed this on one. that steak. Yeah. You guys ever use uh Afrin if you have a stuffy nose, like cold? Well, I have once in a while I do it. That was one I had when you squirt Afrin and then about, I don't know, a minute later, you can finally breathe out of your nose and that relief yeah. you get. That's pretty fucking satisfying. And Matt Madigan other- was addicted to that shit in college. Was he really? I think you're only supposed he to was use like, it like literally done- days in a row. But- oh, fuck no. He did it like, he used it like every day for like six months. I swear to God. And then this one, I don't know if you guys have ever seen a videos of people preparing an espresso when they have the little cup, the little metal cup. And they pour the espresso grinds in there, rinds, grinds, what we call them. And then they oh, sift, yeah. they sift them around, and then they take this little press and they push the press down on top of it to make it really flat and packed down. And when they pull the press up, it's just like a perfectly like smooth like layer of espresso. And then that's what they like steep with the water. But that is, I I would suggest you search some of preparing espresso. <laughs> it's a pretty cool. All right. You guys got anything else? Oh, well, we can touch base on it. Consider we, the Red Sox actually made a oh, yeah. commitment to a player tonight. Yeah. Uh, today they signed uh, Devers. Was it 11 years, 331 million? People are getting uh, paid this offseason, dude. Yeah. Yep. They certainly are. Yeah, but Red Sox um, had to do that, dude. Had to. Yeah. And I, I the thing with Devers is, I, he's very good. It's like, but you almost want to see him try to make like another jump. Um, I just worry that he's eventually just going to be a DH and they're going to be paying him. But then again, nine, eight, nine years from now, $30 million for a player is going to be fucking peanuts. So I, I just feel like the way things are going, like there's these guys, the, the contracts, you know, like I said, eight, nine years from now, aren't going to look that bad because guys are going to be getting fucking 500 million. Mm-hmm. But yeah. no, they need to do it. I mean, th- I think the fucking fans would have revolted. Like, yeah. Uh, so. Yeah, that was that's huge. Did they just like, didn't they just avoid arbitration? And he signed like a one-year deal for this upcoming season, and then like the next day he signs this deal. Yeah, and that yeah. just happened yesterday. Yeah, yeah. yeah yesterday yeah. I think there was like seventeen million or eighteen million, and then they announced I had, it today. I had read that yesterday that they they avoided arbitration with him and they signed him. And then I saw like just this tonight that there was like rumors that like maybe they reached a deal with them. I'm like, well, that's kind of weird. They just reached a deal with them yesterday. But I guess is there a deadline on that to avoid arbitration? And they would just probably rate up against the deadline. So they just agreed on something for this year. That's my guess. I feel like yeah, I arbitration know. is for this year and the contract will start after this year. After yeah. The 11 year contract is the 2024. So I'm sure they were in, like they met together, went over what he was going to get this year and then probably talked about what, what the future contracts is. And they Mm -hmm. had it all locked down besides physical. Yeah. 
I mean, yeah. The, and the thing is, is you look at the Sox. I mean, they've, you know, they haven't done anything from a free agent signing standpoint. I mean, I don't, I don't think anybody's like overly um, enthusiastic of or, or optimistic about their playoff chances this year. But you kind of do look at what they have. Some guys coming up through the pipeline. Cassis is probably going to be up here all year. They do have Mayer. They do have Nick York. You know, Blaze Jordan. There's other guys, but. I mean, you're probably talking, it's still probably a situation for the Sox unless they, you know, make some trades or whatever that they're probably going to be. It's, you know, it's, this is still a three or four year probably window before they're back to being competitive. Um, I don't, but I, who knows? Baseball is fucking weird. Mm-hmm. I feel but like baseball, more than any sport, you can like go from first to worst faster than any sport. No, look at the Sox. They were they were last place in 2012 on the World Series in 13, and then was yeah. last place in 14. Right. So that's why I'm not. I'm just happy they got Devers, man. Like, I, if if I had to choose between Bogarts and Devers, I'm definitely choosing Devers. So I'm yeah. happy they got they got him locked up for sure. Um, obviously, I still think they suck. So. Oh yeah, they definitely. Pitching staff is a disgrace and. Anyways, also I'd like to shout out T Ruff, two time champion for our league. Uh congrats, kid. Yeah, that's impressive, again, dude. Huh? That's impressive. Was it close? No. Uh it's still kind of uh up in the air because Brennick still had Mixon, but he's down forty two points. So um and Mixon scored fifty two in this in a in a game this year, so probably be tough against the Bills. Just five but touchdowns, still, but I mean yeah. I know. Yeah. yeah. Um, one thing we're thinking about doing is just taking what Mixon gets this week and putting it on. So if whatever Mixon does this week in his game, he gets that them points. Um, but we're waiting to see what they do with the Bills since he game. So yeah, it's a hard yeah. call. Yeah. All right. Um, you guys got anything else? Sure. Do you want to talk nope. about the Celtics last night? Uh, that's <laughs> one I'd rather not uh, talk about. Yeah. Okay. Ain't worried about that. <laughs> Great defensive effort. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. All right. We're good. <laughs> All right. Stay healthy. Peace. Yeah. Thanks, guys.